Okay, gorgeous humans. Hello, empowered empaths. Welcome to the Empowered Empath. Um, I'm really happy to have you here, especially in this episode, which comes through during the whole whirlwind of the holiday season. Um, what is today? December 7th, 2023. So today I really want to talk about capacity and what it means to honor your capacity and why it's so important. Um, and it's interesting. I actually just recorded um, a podcast um, episode yesterday, fresh off of a long weekend, and I had a lot of fun recording it. Um, it was a very like imperfect one, you know, which which I love. I'm all about imperfection and practicing. It's it's such a skill to practice being imperfect. And I was inviting um, you all to redefine rich with me, redefine success and rich. And it was inspired by the rebellious educator on um, Instagram. But I'm actually just going to have her on and we'll talk about it, get into a juicy conversation together. Um, So put a pin in that. And today, basically what happened was I recorded that. And then my whole day went into a shit spiral. And um, I, when I look back on the conditions um, that I, let's see, the conditions, when I look back on how I um, um, took care of myself, I can see how I just really didn't take care of my physical body. And it, because I didn't take care of my physical body, it really made it really challenging to just um, keep my native frequency, keep my emotions at a steady pace. And I just was like, wow, Jess, like at the end of the day, I was looking back on the day and I was just like, holy shit, like talk about not honoring your capacity. And, um, capacity has become my favorite word in 2023 and just really dancing with that word and what it means. And, um, you know, when we cross the line, our own line, um, my, one of my soul brothers says, um, he said to me one time when I crossed the line, he was like, you know, Jess, sometimes you have to toe the line, um, to find out where it is. You know, I love it when he drops wisdom like that. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much for that reminder. It's like, isn't that fascinating? You know, the people that we like love so much, um, when they reflect back truths to us that we, we already believe, and we just needed a little reminder from someone that we love and trust. It's like the best, you know, it's just the best. I mean, you, of of course you can get that from like a trust someone that you hire, like a therapist or a coach or somebody too, but it's always so fun when it trickles through one of your best friends. Anyway, um, I just, I want to talk about this because right now, you know, some things that, I mean, if you are not feeling overwhelmed right now, then no worries. You may, if you, if this is an episode that you think will serve you when you are feeling at max or over capacity, it'll be here for you when you need it. Or just keep listening for just a little bit more perspective on this thing called capacity. And perhaps um, listening to it now will help you when and if you find your edge and how to meet that edge for yourself and how to um, just 
heal when, when you go over it. You know, right now we, we have all kinds of things moving through the ether. You know, if you, if you've got kids that are young, you know, they're about to be out of school for almost three weeks. There's the to-do list. There's our, our work responsibilities and our work passions. There's the little responsibilities, you know, like, like from folding the laundry and then the, the big ones, like the big projects and dreams. There's your own personal evolution, your own personal self-work. And then there's the space that you need to integrate it. Um, and I don't know about you, but like resting can be actually incredibly hard, which is really funny. And I really want to like, like put that front and center resting and taking space to rest can be incredibly hard. It doesn't seem like it because we think, oh, resting is so easy. But for those of us who um, are, you know, so so most of us are in this like recovering hangover of like um, grind culture, also called hustle culture, where when you sit on the couch and like you're taking space for yourself, you know, you you used to run the risk of being called lazy and perhaps still do. And that's like a put down. So so we have this like program in the back of our mind that's like, well, if you rest, you're lazy and you're not actually working like hard at your life or creating your life. And it's like fascinating because it's like this, if you if you were to zoom out on the physical human experience of what it means to be alive, like we spend, what is it like? it's like over a third of our entire lives in our bed sleeping. I think it's even more than that, right? Like we spend, like if you're doing great on your sleep game, you're spending eight hours a night sleeping, not doing anything. You're not being productive at all. You're just giving this physical body a chance to um, integrate the day's events and to power up for the next day, right? So it's the same with everything else. And I think that's such a really important reminder. I can see myself wanting to go off on a tangent on, on that, but I'm going to put a pin in it because what I want to just talk about is what even is capacity and why is it important? Um, so, okay. To me, honoring my capacity means I am listening to the different parts of myself's plural selves that are saying no to something. And it's something that only I can know, right? No one else can actually listen to those internal voices, um, including my, my body telling me, um, I don't have the energy for that right now. Um, I don't have even the stomach space for that food right now. I don't have the X, Y, Z, right? Our, our body is so intelligent and it is quite literally speaking to us all of the time. So no one else can actually tell me, Hey, just, um, your stomach is telling you that you're hungry because it's 12 o'clock. It's like, no, my stomach will tell me when it's hungry that the clock isn't going to tell me, right? Just like a little example, but basically like when my body is telling me or, or my emotions are telling me something inside of me is telling me, no, that's the same thing as an inner boundary. It's the same thing as listening to and honoring our inner boundaries because there's more than one, right? 
And the cool thing about capacity is that it's fluid. There's not only one um, capacity structure, right? So for example, let's say I've had a really full on day at work and I come home and my, my kid is, um, you know, it, it needs a lot from me. It's very possible that I won't have the same amount of capacity to, to, um, fully give to my child as I would a day of, let's say rest or a day of where, you know, I did some work and I did some play and I'm feeling really just like my energy is flowing. Right. So like capacity is so just saying that as an example of capacity is fluid. So, you know, watch your capacity, watch what expands your capacity to show up for a moment. Cause that's what we're doing here too. Right. Is like in life coaching, in self-help, in evolution, what we're sort of like, what we're trying to do is get to the next level, right? The next rung. And that can be really fucking tricky because the thing is, is sometimes all this self-help stuff will try to say like, Oh, you are behind because you haven't gotten there yet. And that can be very insidious. Insid insidious, 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 because the the truth, how I see it is you are fully whole and unique and creative and loving, infinitely loving, infinitely lovable right now, even without getting to like the next level. Okay. And I think that's a really important piece to recognize. Also, you are wanting to design your life, develop your life, get to the next level of whatever it is, whether it's in your relationships or whether it's um, in a spiritual concept that you're downloading, like you are reaching for something, you have a goal. So holding, honoring your capacity while stretching it is how we do that. And we, that's how we do that everywhere. And you can look anywhere out and see this pattern in nature. And uh, one way that one pattern that I really like to um, just remember all the time, because it's such a, it's finally become such an ingrained part of my life is my movement practice, otherwise known as working out. I working out um, carries with it some like, old school mindsets from like back in like, my, I don't know, more, to it, it was like, I, I guess you could call it like toxic. When I was funneling toxic workout culture back in like teenager years. So I don't like to say working out, I like to say movement practice. Um, because movement practice is any type of movement. I'll get into, um, I can totally get into that another time. But I mean, as long as I take a walk, as long as I do a little stretch, as long as I am moving my body in some form or another, like that is my movement practice. That is me getting into my body. Now, in my more like, like the bigger form of that, right? Like every morning I go into my garage right now, I put on the heaters. I put my movement classes like on full blast on the speakers all around the garage with which Ray and Ian put. And I'm so grateful for because it creates this like really cool, like sound system to my movement. And it's like my time to get into my body. And, um, 
the thing when you are working out or doing a movement practice and you are practicing strengthening a muscle. Now I have a lot of different, wait, pause right there. I have a lot of different, I don't know if you would call them injuries or just tender spots in my body that it's important for me to watch out for. So if I were to not watch out for the fact that my left side, typically, because I have a slight scoliosis, typically my left side cannot do go quote as far as the right side of my body. My left side of my body does not have the capacity to do the exact same movement as the right side of my body. So it, it might, nobody else would even be able to know this. Only I know this because it's like millimeters difference. So when my body tells me, ouch, and not in the good way, I go, okay, I'm not going to push you farther. Cause if I push you farther, I'm actually going to be injuring myself. I'm not trying to injure myself. I'm trying to stretch my limits so that we get stronger together. We, as in all the different parts of my body. So, but of course I'm human. Of course I've pushed past that limit many fucking times. And going past that limit, going past the limit of my capacity is when like, let me give an, let me, what I want to say is I'm trying to bring up the example of self-talk. So, okay, let me pause. (laughs) Let me pause for a second. Let me backtrack. What I love about the example of, of working out or movement practice is that when I am sweating and moving my body, let's say it's in a repetitive motion for me, it really does like the mindset of like, um, go, 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 or like an army mindset, like really doesn't work for me. Um, I've tried it. I've done it. It, it, it really dampens my spirit and it makes me lose connection to my soul in that moment and my body and what I'm trying to do, which is, which is cultivate a deeper connection with myself, right? Through movement, through like strength training. Um, if I am talking to myself and saying like, okay, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Inevitably what happens is that movement ends up working against me because what I'm doing is I'm downloading like the wrong metric. I'm downloading like this, this, this grind culture deeper into my psyche. Right. But here's the thing. If I'm using the capacity to notice where my limits are, and then I meet myself with my awareness, I meet myself at my limit and I breathe and I can feel that my capacity is stretched and I'm noticing it. And I'm saying to myself, you've got this, Jess, you've got this. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to listen to your, to your limit. That's your boundary. We're not going to go past that point. We're going to go just below it and we're going to move and we're going to move and we're going to breathe and we're going to breathe. So I'm bringing that up because it's the same thing in regular life, quote, regular life. When you meet up against a to-do list, that's a mile long. And all of a sudden your heart just sinks. And it's like, oh my God, I have to get all of this done. Here's a, here's a spot where you can pause, breathe, get into your body and ask yourself, wait, do I have to get all of this done? What happens if 
I don't, if I cross off with some of these things and I don't do it this week, maybe I don't do it ever. Will the sky fall? Will it be okay? And just watch what happens in your body. Watch what happens in your body when you give yourself space to let go of some things that might feel daunting. And you don't have to say, I'm going to let go of it forever, but just letting go of it for right now. And what happens when you do this and you notice, like, where does the space come up? How many things do you have to let go of? Like when you're in an overwhelmed state, when you're, when you've met your capacity or you're past it and you start taking things off to do list things off, it's almost like, it's almost like taking brick by brick off of someone's chest. And then all of a sudden you can see that person start to breathe again. (gasps) Oh, and there's, there's, there's space. Okay. So how many bricks needed to be taken off for that person to be able to breathe freely again? That is where your capacity is. That is where going forward, you want to honor your capacity. That is where you want to start saying no to things like no to invitations and even no, this is very important. No to your own ambitious, ambitious brain. Okay. When your brain's like, I can fit it in. It's like, yeah, but to what detriment? Is it to the detriment of your capacity? Because if you are trying to fit things into the detriment of your capacity, now you're pushing yourself, you're going to be injuring yourself, and then you'll be pushing yourself into a healing state. You're going to have to heal. You're going to have to come back from that. Now, what's kind of, again, insidious and funny is that sometimes people do this. They push past their capacity for years without even realizing that they're doing it. And then boom, like a big healing event happens and they have to stop everything. So that's not good or bad. It's just, that's probably not a goal of yours, right? So if we want to make our growth sustainable, we've got to, yes, toe the edge and stretch, but doing it while we're honoring our capacity. Just like, you know, when you go to a yoga class and have you ever been to one of those yoga classes where one of the teachers comes and they, um, like they push on, like you say you're in downward dog and they push down on your back, but it's way too hard. And like, like, it's like, oh my God, that really hurt my body. Or you go to your class and there's one of these teachers. I just had this like this weekend and like she pushes on your back and it's like, it's like she's feeling for your limit. And then she pauses right at your limit. And then you breathe into this juicy stretch. It's like the best. So that's where, let's see. I actually, um, I need to honor my capacity of time because I do have to go. Um, there's, I could keep talking about this, but I'm trying to see what else did I want to say? Oh, one thing I do want to, um, say there's, oh my God, there's so much more I want to say. I'll have to come back and talk about capacity because I'm obsessed with it. Um, I actually just wrote it on my mirror this morning. Oh my God. What did I write? I wrote as a reminder, and I've written capacity reminders to myself so many times. I wrote, what do I have the capacity for? What do I have the capacity for? Because that's the zone of brilliance, right? Doing things within your capacity. And here's the thing that I, uh, I'd like to end with, which I think is so, it's just such a mind fuck. And it just is so trippy to me. 
we do not all have the same capacity for the feeling of peace. We might not have the capacity for the feeling of love. We might not have the capacity for the feeling of patience. All these things that we think are amazing. What ha- what we actually is what can happen throughout our life, especially our younger years, is we actually be develop the capacity to hold impatience, to hold frenziness, to hold judgment, all of these other quote negative emotions, we we can pattern the capacity for those a lot more, have have more capacity for those vibrations. So don't be surprised when you're starting to switch over to cultivating more peace. It might be challenging at first. Your brain might say, oh, peace is boring. Or it might, you know, try to like push, pull you away from it. Cause it's like, oh shit, we have some capacity to develop as we expand and extend into this vibration of love, right? Isn't that fucking fascinating? I've totally seen this in my own self. Like I have such a capacity for impatience that for me, practicing patience, like, like in all the little moments of my day is, is where it's at. It's where the magic is. It's so transformative and it's challenging. It's challenging, especially because I'm such a fucking energizer bunny, right? I'm a, I'm a Sagittarius sun sign and a manifesting generator in human design. Like I'm a fucking go, go, go person. So for me to practice patience and slowness and like that, like making it delicious, like that's where my work is, you know, and we all have our different, our different points of where our work is. So I'm going to leave it right here for today. And I'm just going to leave you with a question like where, where is your work for, for capacity, for stretching into an more expanded version of yourself? And how can you do that in a way that feels um, juicy? And also watch for if and when you go over your line of capacity, watch what does it take for you to come back into your native frequency, your, your zone of, of, of being, of being you, that like origin, that original frequency of you-ness. How much stuff do you have to take off your plate to really be residing in the you-ness? Because anything that you are creating, you want to be creating with your full self, right? Because if you're not bringing your full self along, you're just, some shit's going to fall over. You're just going to have to heal it later anyway. It's like, why? Right? All right. That's why I'm going to leave it today. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to put in my Instagram handle, which is the Empowered Empath Coach separated with all periods. And then my website, which is justbushnell.com. If you want to find some ways to work together, if you want to play on Instagram, um, all of the fun things, but I have reached my capacity for time. So I've got to hop off. I'll talk to you later next week.